are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Mailbag Monday, October 19th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 231st episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all enjoyed your weekends. Thank you by starting off your week by tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. To start off the show today, we got a little bit of sad NHL news to talk about as... Just over an hour ago, NBC Sports' Mike Doc Emmerich officially announced his retirement from broadcasting after 47 tremendous seasons. The end of an era in the NHL. It'll no longer be Doc and Eddie O calling all the games for Wednesday night rivalry and in the postseason. And and that was was a sad wake-up this morning because it seems like every childhood memory I have of watching hockey. If it's not Pat and Eddie calling it, it's Doc and Eddie. So uh, the NHL and NBC Sports, they're losing a good one up in that booth, but uh, a well, well-deserved retirement for the now 74-year-old Doc Emmerich. He's been the NHL's lead play-by-play announcer for over a decade now. He took over in 2008, and he's got a pretty historic background to him. He became the first member of the media to be inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. And for all of you who tune into Doc as much as I do, you know there's a good reason why he was the first member of the media inducted into the hall. There, He was that good from up in the broadcast booth. Just added so much knowledge and insight to the game. I'll definitely miss that the most. The game, the game will be different without... Without Doc taking over the play-by-play up there, and I wonder who NBC plans on throwing up there with Eddie O going forward. They they better be ready for, better be ready for some Zidane Chara Zidane Chara size shoes to fill because no one's gonna be able to do it quite like Doc did. No one can match that energy and passion for the game, plus that voice. Also being able to handle Pierre Maguire for six days a week. So truly a national treasure you are, Doc Emmerich. Congratulations on all the success throughout your 47-year career. I'm sure you never envisioned it to turn out the way it did. A seven-time sports Emmy winner for best play-by-play. Those seven Emmys, those were seven in a row, by the way. And looking at Doc's track record, he's also a member of seven different Hall of Fames, which is pretty ridiculous if you think about it. Seven different Hall of Fames. He's called 22 different Stanley Cup Finals, 22, 14 NHL All-Star Games, and also six Olympic Games. About about as accomplished as you can be as a broadcaster. So as tough as it was this morning to hear that Emmerich will no longer be calling the NHL's games, you have to respect how long he's done this for, all he's sacrificed in his life to do hockey, basically seven days a week. So he deserves a retirement at an early age while he still can enjoy it. 74, 74 years young, I should say. 
Um, but Doc did add that occasionally he will be writing and narrating video essays for the NHL in the future. So I don't quite think we're done hearing that voice just yet. And I, I certainly hope that to be the case because... The game of hockey just will not be the same without the best broadcaster in its history calling the play-by-play. So, goodbye, Doc Emmerich from the game of hockey. NBC Sports will not be the same without you. I'm going to miss hearing you and Eddie basically every night from 7 to midnight calling hockey. Thank you, Doc. You're one of the main reasons I'm doing what I'm doing, and thank you for all the memories you gave me as a young Blackhawks fan falling in love with this game. Alright, coming up in just a minute, I am going to give an update on how some of the Blackhawks prospects over in Europe have been playing while the NHL scrambling to try and figure out their plan for the 2020-2021 regular season. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at Jack Bushman 2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. Alright, so we just wrapped up discussing Doc Emmerich retiring from the broadcast booth after a remarkable 47-year career. Now let's get into some Blackhawks news here. We didn't get much over the weekend, but we do have some updates on a couple of prospects and how they have been faring overseas in the past couple of weeks. So to start us off, Artur Kayumov, the Blackhawks' 2016 second-round pick that has been taken his sweet time over in Russia since being drafted four years ago. He's currently now in his third full season with Locomotive of the KHL. Last season in 60 games played, Kayumov had 16 goals and 9 assists for 25 points. Not great, not horrible for his age, but still not not probably the point production you would have liked especially with only nine assists but so far this year the 22 year old winger he's off to a hot start he's got four goals and nine points in his first 13 games that's much better production and 
now that he's finally got some experience under his belt in the K, he's, he's starting to look a little comfortable in the, what's known as the second toughest hockey league in the world. Even at 22, it's, it's impressive what he's done so far through 13 games. And as I said, 25 points at 21, that's nothing to hold, hold your head down over. But it, all this, it's just with his production, it's a little surprising to see that Kayumov has not made the jump over to North America yet. I mean, a second-round pick four years ago. And this offseason, he also signed another two-year contract extension with Locomotive. So he'll be there until at least the end of the 2021-22 season. But the good news is that one source told the athletic Scott Powers that Kayumov, he opted to return to the KHL for two more seasons because he wants to be fully ready for a top six role with the Blackhawks once he makes the jump to the NHL. And that will likely be in 2022-2023. And apparently, right now, he's not that far off from being NHL ready, so he's still got two more seasons to play in the KHL and Maybe that decision will pay off for the Blackhawks. It has been a tough wait ever since ever since selecting Kayumov in the second round of 2016. But if he's ready to make an impact immediately at 24 in a top six role, then, hey, I think the, worth will be, uh, the, the wait will be well worth it for the Blackhawks in the long run. Another prospect I wanted to talk about today is Blackhawks 2018 third round pick Nicholas Nordgren, who I talked about a couple weeks ago on the podcast, and I brought up that he was rumored to have gotten injured once again at the start of this year, and those rumors, they have now been confirmed as the Finnish forward has yet to play a game this season due to some minor health issues, according to a source, which... That doesn't give us very much to go with, but it also does not sound very good for the 20-year-old when injuries have plagued him ever since being drafted by the Blackhawks. He played just 27 games last season, and then the year before, he only played in 28, and those were his 18- and 19-year-old seasons, two big ones for his development, and now he's 20 years old, and the Blackhawks, they're going to want to start to see some signs of promise from Nordgren over in uh, over in Finland. He's playing in Liga. That's the top league over in Finland. The Blackhawks, they're going to need to see some signs of life from Nordgren in order to restore some confidence, confidence in themselves after uh, about the former third-round pick a couple of years back. It's been a really tough road for Nordgren the last few years, and let's hope that these minor healthy health issues that he's dealing with, let's hope they're really minor after all because there's a lot of skill there with Norgren. I've seen it. We just have not been able to see it nearly enough ever since going in the third round of the 2018 NHL draft to the Chicago Blackhawks. Last but not least, I also wanted to add that over the course of the next year, the Blackhawks are going to have to make a decision on a couple of their prospects in the system, whether or not they want to sign them to an entry-level contract or allow them to become unrestricted free agents. And those players are all defensemen, actually. We have Wisconsin senior defenseman Josh S., 2017 fifth-round pick Jakob Galvis, 2017 fourth-round pick Rupe Lavenin. Uh, and also 2019 seventh round pick Cole Moberg. None of those players have been standouts so far in their junior career, but Scott Powers, he added that if anyone out of this group is getting signed, he think it's going to be Jakob Galvis. And I agree with that statement because 
I thought Galvis was a noticeable defenseman when I saw him play at Blackhawks prospect development camp last summer, and he's also been seeing 20 minutes per game with Jokerit over in Finland so far this year, so he's seen his role grow over in Finland. I like his game on both sides of the puck, and I agree. I think if anyone in this group is getting signed, it's going to be Jakob Galvis. The rest of them probably will be left to become unrestricted free agents next season. We could see Cole Moberg be resigned just because he has some versatility to play forward and defenseman. He's a big boy, six foot six, six foot seven, well over two hundred pounds. Still a bit of a project in um, this far in his development, but with his ability to play both positions and have some size, we could see Cole Moberg be resigned along with Galvis. But as for Rupe Levenin uh, Lev- and um, Josh S., those two just don't seem to be a part of the Blackhawks' plans going forward right now. So I fully expect both of those players to become unrestricted free agents next summer. While we could see Cole Moberg join Jakob Galvis as the two players from that group that the Blackhawks do choose to sign, but of course... So much can happen in the next year before all that takes place. So we'll just have to wait and see how those players take, uh, how those players fare in their junior hockey careers before the Blackhawks have to make a decision next summer. All right, I think that takes care of everything I wanted to mention this morning on the Blackhawks prospects over in Europe. Coming up in just a minute is our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment where I answer a question from a couple of lucky Locked On Blackhawks listeners right here live on the podcast. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks and their moves during the free agency period. Okay, we just finished discussing what has been going on over in Europe with some of the Blackhawks' top prospects. Now that will take us to our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. So to start us off today, I got a question from at Snowbad14 on Twitter, who asked, Earlier this year, Elliot Friedman reported that the Blackhawks were shopping Dylan Strome. Given the lack of urgency in re-signing him, do you think that supports the possibility of him being traded? Well, the Dylan Strome contract situation has definitely been a little frustrating so far because literally nothing has happened, but according to the athletic Scott Powers on Friday, they're just is not a rush at the moment to get a deal done because Strom's not arbitration eligible. So there's not a set date that he needs to have something done by. And this is just causing the two sides to kind of take their time and figure things out. Powers did also add though, that the two sides are expected to get a deal done at this point. So it sure doesn't sound like Strom is going to be traded this off season, but it's still with Stan Bowman calling the shots 
It's not out of the realm of possibility just yet. It just doesn't sound likely. The Blackhawks, though, they did make an interesting move in free agency by bringing in Lucas Walmark last week. A true center, he kind of crowded up the Blackhawks a little bit in that department with Strom expected to come back. So uh, I know there were some rumors earlier in the year about uh, from Friedman about Strom getting moved. One possibility was over to Buffalo with Jack Eichel. But I really think that if something was going to happen with Dylan Strom, it would have happened by now. And I also think having Strom signed on for cheap for next season or possibly even two years, I think that's a luxury the Blackhawks would like to continue to have. Also, continue to have some depth at the center position going forward. So for those reasons... I think Dylan Strom is safe at the moment and will be on the Hawks opening night roster (laughs) whenever that may be this season. The second question I wanted to answer today comes from at Calderella C on Twitter who asked, who are the Hawks one and two goalies at the start of the season and who will be fired first, Stan Bowman or Jeremy Colleton? To answer the first half of that question, if you tuned into Friday's episode of Locked on Blackhawks, then you know that both Colin Delia and Malcolm Subban would have to clear waivers in order to be sent down to the Rockford Icehogs of the AHL at any point next season. And for Kevin Lankinen, he won't have to go through that process. So that likely means that Malcolm Subban and Colin Delia will be the two goaltenders on the Blackhawks opening night roster this year, just because at the moment... The Hawks, they cannot, they simply cannot afford to lose a goaltender through waivers with how thin they are already at the goaltender position throughout their system. So I think it'll be Colin Delia and Malcolm Subban. As for who will be one and two, I know Subban has the upper hand on experience. He's the only one in the Blackhawks system with really any NHL experience. But I do think Colin Delia is going to get his shot to show what he's made of. He didn't look too bad a couple seasons ago when... He was forced to play in the NHL because of a couple of injuries. I believe that was Anton Forsberg went down after Corey Crawford suffered a concussion. So I think, personally, I think Delia will be given the net on opening night. But if he doesn't look too comfortable in a starting role in the first couple of weeks for the Blackhawks, then I think Jeremy Colleton will not hesitate to give Subban his opportunity to earn that starting goaltender job as well. As for who will be fired first between general manager Stan Bowman and head coach Jeremy Colleton, I've talked about it a lot, but in my opinion, it has to be Stan Bowman first. This is his mess originally. Colleton, he can only do so much from the bench with this group that he's been given. And right now, I don't think these problems stem from the coaching. I think they stem from much higher up than that in the organization, so... I really do think Stan has to go before Jeremy uh, before Jeremy does since this is his fault from the beginning. The disconnect between the core players in the front office, that's his fault. So I would have to choose Stan out of these two, but at the same time, I don't expect either to be out of a job anytime before the end of the 2020-21 regular season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Mailbag Monday, October 19th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. 
and after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.